All right, primos and primas, it is the time that we start talking about our fandom, our teams. Uh, it was Titans talk. It's been Titan talk now, but now it is NBA season. So we're going to hit you with some Titans, and we're going to hit you with some Spurs. First, let's go ahead and talk about these Titans. The Titans are coming off a win against the Indianapolis Colts. Another heartfelt, down-to-the-wire game that the Titans uh, gave us last week. Um, some things that come out of it is that, man, we are just a fighting tooth and nail type of team, right? We are, there is nobody out there that has more grit than the Tennessee Titans. There's nobody out there that has more fight than the Tennessee Titans. We are obviously a team who is a direct reflection of our coach and Mike Vrabel. Um, it is just, it's tough to watch at times. I'm not going to lie. I wish we had... A team who would just blow out some teams, man. I look forward to not being stressed throughout the whole game. But uh, what was them things that stood out to you in this game against the Colts, Primo? I, I think I agree with all those things, and I also feel like on the opposite end of that, it's like the Titans is just like fuck around too much, right? <laughs> yes. Like, and I, and I, it makes me think of that phrase like fuck around and find out. Right. You talked about Tyler uh, Heineke a couple of times and how much we're like big fans of his. Thank goodness that he wasn't playing in Washington when the Titans were there. Because had he been playing, he might have won that game for them. And I think that, that those are the things that worry me about the Titans. The, the kind of like, it, it's almost like they play to their competition, right? And they, yeah, they kind of act during the games and you're kind of like, oh, this is... Although there's a, like a two possession, three possession lead, it doesn't feel comfortable, right? It doesn't feel like a blowout or like a dominant lead. And, and I think that the thing that that does redeem them is in the way in which he has them composed when they get into tough spots, right? I'm more concerned about them as the season goes on is like, are we going to be able to come back and win games, right? Versus like play with the lead and hold on to a lead. And so I get worried about that, but with regards to, you know, I think Hillier's going to have to play big for, for them. I think Derrick Henry is, obviously his pass catching game is going to come around. Um, but who do you think is like going to be the like X factor? Like, I don't know who the spark plug X factor, like come out of nowhere and, and really step up person is on that, on that Titans roster. Um, honestly, I don't, it, it has to be, and it's not a surprise, but we're going to go as far as Derrick Henry Tasters, right? There's nobody, there's nobody coming out of, of anywhere. Again, we talked about the roster and you are with your roster is Green Bay, right? And the same thing. There's nobody on our roster that's going to come out of anywhere. We do like, if anybody has to go at the end of the season, if anybody has to get fired, please, please, please. Can it be everybody involved in this training room, right? This two years in a row where we just have injuries on top of injuries on top of injuries. Right now, we lead the league on one thing and one thing only is the amount of personnel on injured reserve. That's literally a thing. We lead the league in personnel on injured reserve. And I mean, kudos again to the coaching because we 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 just keep trucking along we it doesn't look pretty and you know no matter who we have out there next up mentality uh we're gonna fight we're gonna be in it uh 
and we're gonna fight through it. But like I, Traylon Burks uh, should be coming off the IR hopefully in the next two or three weeks. Uh, hopefully that's a spark plug. Um, when you look at our stats, Primo, like we're in the bottom, we're in the bottom five in offense, and we're like we're in the bottom ten on defense, right? So yeah. It, it's just like I don't know how we're winning games, but we are winning games, and it, they're not come <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, we we have a game this week against Houston. Um, it should be a win, but then again, like Tannehill is hurt. We saw him go out. Um, so is this a Malik Willis game that comes up? If there's ever going to be a game. And maybe he's the spark plug that you're talking about. Maybe he's he comes out in this game and having to play, and he uh, he blows up. Like he, they they tried to play him, they tried to do a play for him in this last game. It was just horrible. A reverse to Malik Willis, and he didn't even know how to <laughs> to get the ball from Tannehill. It was bad. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if it's quite his time yet. Yeah, I feel like though, you know, we mentioning going into this week with Tannehill's like foot, he's got to show something, right? And I know you were concerned that the Titans could possibly lose to the Texans even with a Tannehill or like a partially injured Tannehill. I feel like the Titans, we know what their identity is as far as like a running team. I, I think that relying on the defense to make too many plays or to score the ball too much is a really dangerous way to live. Um, fortunately, we are in the division that we're in in the AFC South. I do think that we should sweep the division, right? Like, we should beat all of the teams twice. Um, but I am also a little concerned that we're seeing Jacksonville later in the season because of what I mentioned before, and we're going to run into a, a much better and growing Trevor Lawrence. But in looking at just kind of the like we're in the wrong conference for this team right <laughs> kansas city buffalo um you know those two teams are, are such juggernauts that something is gonna have to happen that swings in the favor and unfortunately this it has to be something like possibly injury stuff but the titans are gonna need a lot of help i think when we think about like trey Burks coming back i am happy with what i've seen so far and i do think that he is going to make a huge difference on the titans but i don't know that that window unless we make a, some sort of big move um is really going to change for them and i get really worried all the time of wasting the derrick henry years yeah me too man like he uh, and it, it looks like and i dare to say that like he even almost he's not fully recovered um from his injury he had last year. Now he had 127 yards rushing this last game, but that was on 30 carries. He hasn't yeah. had that that one breakout play that we're accustomed of seeing him. Yep. Um, you know, he he does it seven, eight yards at a time. I'm still looking for that 40 to 50 yard play where he just breaks away from everybody. He's almost there. He's almost like a half a step there. Um and uh just he just hasn't found that gear yet so i am a little worried about that um one thing that one play that i did love primo and it's definitely uh 
a Tennessee type play, right? It was uh, Derrick Henry up the middle. He gets hit three yards past the line of scrimmage. He keeps trucking along. The offensive line comes up and literally like it's our offensive line versus their defense and they both pick up Derrick Henry and they pick him up for another eight to nine yards down the, the line of scrimmage. The offensive line, Ben Jones, shout out to him. He comes up hooting and hollering after that. Um, so yeah, man, there's just something quite not right with this team yet. Hopefully we'll figure it out. I'm looking at the injury report right now. You have guys like Jeffrey Simmons who didn't practice. Ryan Tannehill didn't practice. Uh, Rashad Weaver, Aaron Will, Aaron Brewer, um, Zach Cunningham is big. He's been out of concussion for the last, uh, I want to say, four weeks. Um, he did practice uh, today out of, you know, since the past like three or four weeks. So that'll be big for our defense. Getting him and David Long, who I think is an underrated uh, mm-hmm. linebacker in this league. Um, he has two big interceptions. David Long does. Uh, getting Nate Davis back on the offensive line will help a lot, um, especially Daly at left tackle is just trash, man. And oh, he he's the one getting Tannehill killed. Um, so uh, he's like, I don't know. Did you see that? Uh, I've never seen Vrabel emotional like that. Did you see the video of um, him embracing Ben Jones in the tunnel? Have you seen I that video? I need you to look this up, bro. When we get it, he Ben Jones is coming through the uh, through the tunnel. Vrabel is waiting there for him, um, and it, I don't know if you know, but Ben Jones was hurt, man. He was he was hurt so bad. He came off the field a couple of times, went back in the game. Um, obviously hurt. There's a couple of times that I see him like he's just grabbing his knee. And you can tell that he wants to go down, but he doesn't. He like shakes off his knee, grabs it, he does all this stuff, and then he goes in there and and plays. It is like a light switch. Like he barely could walk at times, and then as soon as they break the huddle, bam, it's all gone. He runs out to the game, and and anyway, so uh, Vrabel embraces him, is crying. Yeah, I'm watching it. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. telling him that he loves him like his own son. Uh, and I think that moment right there is why the Titans are winning, right? It's why oh, this it was why this team uh, is is a family is because Vrabel is like that. Like he he sees that type of thing. He gets emotional for a guy for a center. You know what I'm saying? Who's not a high profile guy, but Ben mm-hmm. Jones has been the heart uh, of that offensive line, if not the team, for a long time. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that it looks good. Um, we got we got the Texans coming up. Hopefully we we turn something around. Like again, again, Titans. I would love for a blowout win. A game where I don't have to worry going into the fourth quarter. We were just balling in all cylinders pretty much. Uh, I do want to move on. Now we, we've talked Tennessee Titans. Let's talk to about another team. Let's talk about our San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs who are pissing me the F off, Primo. They are <laughs> pissing me off. They are three and one right now. They have beaten teams at Minnesota, Timberwolves. They beat up on the Philadelphia 76ers. Vassal looks good. Keldon Johnson looked good. Our new draft, our number one draft pick, looks good. What's his name? Roshan? Rojan? What the? I can't. I can. Rohan. Rohan. 
They're pissing me off, primo. And this is why I was mad because this is Popovich written all over it. And we're, we're supposed to be tanking, okay? We're supposed to be tanking. We're supposed to be the leaders in getting win by Yama. This team has heart. You said that right. Yeah. This team has heart. This team has fight. Fuck that. I don't want any heart. I don't want any fight. I don't want a Popovich team who comes out and they're going to give us everything that they got for us to get a play in and just lose it. Right? I don't want that. We need a tank. If we're going to do anything right is lose. Okay? We need to lose. Wimbayama is a generational type of talent. Wimbayama is already predicted. If he gets on your team, already he's going to bring a billion dollars was the was the uh, the article that I read. As soon as Wimbayama comes on your team, your team's profit goes up 1 billion dollars. Okay? He's a generational talent. We need to tank for Wimbayama. And what the fuck are we doing being 3-1, and one, okay? We need to be 0-4. We need to be the Lakers, okay? That's who we need to be. I didn't realize that they were in this tank mode, but they're in it, okay? What are your thoughts on everything that I just said, me being so furiously mad that we are winning games? Well, I think that you have a lot of young guys that have too much pride, right? And I think in the NBA, if you don't come ready, a lot of teams can run you out the gym running, right? Like by hustling. And I think that's what's happening right now. I think within the first, after the first 15 to 20 games, we're going to know exactly what the Spurs are. And I think that are not the wins that people are expecting. I think a lot of teams are taking them by surprise. Um, I'm, I'm definitely sure pick that Philly team by surprise, uh, which I actually don't mind them winning against the high, the high-profile teams because I like to see the disappointment in all of those guys' faces, just the way they did. completely befuddled that uh, that in the fourth quarter, Toronto was getting a the rebound them and then put them back and putting the lead to ten. So th those things are beautiful to see because at least. Right. I don't know how much these guys can grow, even if we do get a win by Yana, if they spent the whole year losing on purpose. I, my biggest thing, we got to figure out what the coaching wise, when, it, or when we do get some sort of star or generational talent through the draft or, or be a trade, because Bob can't live forever, nor should he. And the Spurs are now in this place of becoming a completely different brand of basketball. And I, I do get worried that the transition will happen at the wrong time and possibly disrupt some sort of like that young. One guy that I will say that I really appreciate having as like a veteran presence and who I've always liked, even though he's not like a star, but he's, you know, he's a basketball player. His NBA player is uh, Josh Richardson. I feel like Josh Richardson is such a like key guy to just like keeping a good feel to the team. And so I'm grateful for that guy as far as like being a veteran on the team for all these really young guys who are starting to figure it out. I'll also say, I don't know how you feel about this guy, but I'm kind of a little excited about the energy from Roby, who is a pickup from the former, who's a former uh, OKC Thunder. Yeah, they look good. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's hard. It, I'm struggling with how I'm supposed to feel this season, right? I think there are some bright spots, like you said. I am, 
I am encouraged by what I've seen out of, out of uh, Vassal. I am encouraged uh, what I've seen as him. He he has come out this season, uh, looked to embrace this leadership role that that has been pressed upon him. Uh, the leaders of this team, the stars of this team, no doubt are Kel Keldon Johnson and Vassal. Uh, so I am encouraged in seeing that. Um, I say I struggle because I don't want to see any of that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I am fully in tank mode. I've never been so mad to be three and one in my life. Right? I don't want to see any promises. I don't want. I don't, bro. I'm telling you, I'm so into into tanking this year that it's hard for me to be encouraged by a three and one team. I don't want to be encouraged by it. Like, and and I think there's a lot of fans out there that feel the same way as I am, as I do. Um, although, like, I I I get it. Like, you can't, and it, and it's not about uh, these players. These players are going to give it their all. They're right. These players, even Pop Pop is going to give it his all. Um, but somebody, and hopefully they figured it out. Figured it out, and that is why quote unquote Vassal is out with knee soreness. Okay. Maybe that I have a feeling that knee soreness came from higher up than it did from Vassal, right? I think knee soreness was like, all right, Pop, like this is we, we've got great, you've done great job, but we need to suck, okay? So uh, I am writing this in for you. I don't care if you approve Popovich or you approve Vassal, but you have knee soreness tonight, and so. Um, I like Zach. I like Collins also. Like he's a spark uh, that I thought he was gonna be last year, but he was coming off that injury. Uh, Pirtle is also playing like uh, a top five big guy in the league. Honestly, like between scoring, rebounding, and defense, like I, there's not a lot of big guys. Yeah, there's not a lot of big guys that I that in this league that are kind of go back to that old school mentality. Of being a guy in the paint, being the guy who could defend and not necessarily like be out there shooting threes. So, um, yes, I'm encouraged by the future of this team. <laughs> Felt a little bit happier. I'm not going to. Like, I'm not. No. <laughs> dude, bro, when Mayama is that dude, man, and to have him on this team would. If if we could just go through this season, right? If we could just go back to what is it, '95, when we had Dominique Wilkins leading the way for this team to a 21 win season, and and for us to get Tim Duncan, that is what this is. That's what this needs to be. That is what because I'm sure I'm sure that David Robinson could have came back in that season at some point, right? I'm sure at some point, Dave, I was like, I'm good to play. And they're like, nope. Tim Duncan is out there and we need to get yeah. him. So that's just a minute. Maybe, you know, maybe this is Pop's mastermind of of uh, saying to, to the NBA, because the NBA came out uh, last week with we're monitoring teams that are tanking, right? And so maybe this is a way for, look, we're not tanking. Look how we started. We started three and one. Maybe that's the long play in this, hopefully, but um, just lose. You gotta find something. 
If you if you want to ball out for three periods, like you did against the Pacers, right? You balled out for three periods, and in the fourth quarter, you let them score 49 points. But yet, somehow, we still win that game, right? If that's what you want to do, I don't care. Just as long as we get L's in that column, stop winning games. Okay, stop it. Stop doing it. Go, Spurs, go.